Yeah. The Flathead's only local sports talk show, The Knock on Sports, 6 to 8 weeknights, only on 96.5 and 600 KGEZ. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Welcome back inside the 600 KGEZ studios. We get ready to talk some Major League Baseball. The season opens up on Thursday with opening day, and it'll be kind of nice to kind of get that feeling of back to normal a little bit. Not quite completely normal because we won't have full stadiums for Major League Baseball, but at least we're talking about a full season of Major League Baseball. And joining me to break it all down on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, good friend of the show as we've been talking baseball the last couple of seasons, it is Ken Wright. Ken, great to chat with you once again, man. Hope you're doing well. Absolutely, Anthony. You know it's baseball season in your part of the world because the snow's finally disappearing, right? <laughs> you would think in some parts of Montana they saw snow again today, so uh, nothing guaranteed. <laughs> Well, it was very nice here in Jacksonville. It did not snow. It was a nice winter, actually. And uh, spring uh, spring always looks, again, the, the smell of baseball is in the air, and I'm really looking forward to action on Thursday. I have to work during the day. I can't mm-hmm. take the whole day off. But uh, a good, good Friday's a day off, and I'm looking forward to getting in full gear with baseball starting on Thursday. Well, there you go. Uh, Kim, before we dive into some Major League Baseball, as we're going to preview the American League with you, first off, let me just get your thoughts. Big news today from the NFL. Uh, your thoughts on the NFL officially making it uh, a 17-game NFL schedule this upcoming season? I'll tell you what, Anthony. Uh, I, I hope the players all get a raise because they're being asked to play more games and they're getting the same contract. If I'm a player, I'm not happy. Okay, this is we know this is a rough physical game, and now you're asking us to play an extra game. It's going to generate more income for the owners, but it's not going to generate more income for the players. So if I'm the players, the next bargaining session that comes up, I'm taking a different stand than I did before. Um, I I would be not happy at all, as I said, as a, as a player. Uh, they need to be taken care of. Their careers are short, and um, if you're not going to pay us more then uh, I think there'll be some unrest down the road. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens coming in the next CBA. Uh, but at the same time, one less preseason game, one more regular season game. I'll tell you this much, Ken. I thought, you know, they should have put a second bye week in there because if they're putting the Super Bowl around February 13th is the way it's scheduled now, if they push it back one more weekend, we can get that federal holiday. You got President's Day right around <laughs> that time. Hey, the Super Bowl sets up nicely. Now everybody gets a holiday. That's a good call on that. Yeah, and again, I don't understand why they didn't put a second bye week in. Again, not thinking about the uh, the health of the players. So uh, a second bye week would have been a good compromise, but obviously that didn't happen. Well, Ken, let's dive into some Major League Baseball. We're going to preview the American League, but first, you've got a trivia question for us. Let's hear it. Yeah, this is for the fans to think about so we can keep their attention during, these, uh, during the next uh, few minutes here. Uh, these are trivia questions that have good answers, but they're not obvious answers. So the question is, who has the most home runs in baseball since the 2014 season began? Now, remember, when I ask questions like this, the answer is not Mike Trout. He's <laughs> second. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let the, fans, let the fans do on that as we talk, and uh, we'll give it away at the, uh, at the end of our session here. So who has the most home runs in baseball since the start of the 2014 season. By the way, the number is 260. 
Ooh, 260. All right. So I will, I have my guess. We'll save it towards the end as Ken alluded to, but we will find out the answer here in just a little bit. First, Ken, let's dive into the American League as we preview that again. Major League Baseball's opening day will be on Thursday. Let's start with the defending AL champs. That's the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, they traded Blake Snell away to San Diego. That obviously upgrades the Padres, hurts the Rays in terms of at least on paper. But overall here, Ken, what do you think about the defending AL champs? What do you think about their season outlook? Can they defend their crown? On paper, I think they're in really not very good shape, but I'm not going to say that they can't do well because I don't think anybody thought last year they were going to be that good of a team, and look what they did. Obviously, they became the defending champions. Uh, they also lost Charlie Morton. He moved on. Uh, their lineup is not the world's greatest lineup, but they know how to mix and match. Kevin Cash, no, no, no reason to think he cannot do the job again, manager of the year last year. So we'll respect him for that. And then one really interesting, there's two, actually two interesting things about the race. One, think about this. Randy Rosarena, who set all kinds of records in the playoffs last year. Anthony, he's still eligible to be the rookie of the year this year. He did not have enough bats last year to qualify as a rookie. So he keeps his rookie status. And again, he looked like Barry Bonds in the offseason, in the postseason last year. And one other thing interesting about the, uh, about the Rays, they have the best prospect in baseball named Wander Franco. He's only 20 years old. There's still some questions whether or not he's going to make the team this year, but this kid is, is the it. He's been a number one ranked prospect for two years in a row. He can hit the baseball like no other. He's gifted defensively. He's going to be a middle infielder. Should be a shortstop. He may play second base. But uh, Wander Franco, if he does get called up this year, just pay attention to him. He's a special player. Let's stay in the AL East here. Uh, the Yankees, once again, they looked loaded because obviously they got the names. But the question is, is will they, for one, stay healthy enough to be able to make themselves a contender? And at the same time, who knows what's going to happen with the Boston Red Sox? The Toronto Blue Jays have made some upgrades uh, as well here. Uh, what do you think about the AL East overall, Ken? Sure. Sure. The Yankees are always the favorite on paper because they have the best team on paper. But again, paper doesn't play. You only write on it. So can Stanton stay healthy? Can Judge stay healthy? Those are obvious things. They lost Tanaka as a starting pitcher. He went back to Japan this year. They don't have uh, Paxton anymore. Mariner fans know that he returned to uh, Seattle this year. So there are some question marks. But again, they do have really good players. I know Luke Voigt who led the American League in home runs last year, will be out the first month of the season with a knee injury. One player to pay attention to for the Yankees, Graver Torres, uh, he was awful last year, but he was a highly uh, highly regarded prospect, had a couple nice years for them. I think Torres bounces back. He's a key for the Yankees. Now, Toronto, Toronto I like this year. I think Toronto is a playoff team. Uh, they got George Springer from, from Houston. We all know what he can do. Vladimir uh, Guerrero Jr. lost 30 pounds in the offseason. You might say, what? Well, for him, that's losing like half the kid. He looks great. He hit 600 for the first half of spring training this year. We know how good his dad was. I think it's time for Jr. to come forward. Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio. Is there enough pitching for this team? We'll find out. I think they're good enough to win 90 games. Now, you asked me about the Red Sox. 
I didn't write much down about them. I can tell you <laughs> the left the left side of their infield, Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers, maybe the best left side of the infield in baseball, but their pitching is absolutely awful. And uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, who looked to be their best pitcher coming into this year, has shoulder fatigue right now, so he's not going to start the season with you know in the rotation. I don't I don't see much more out of the Red Sox and the Orioles. Well. They get to play against good players. So uh, that's about what I can say about them. Ken <laughs> <laughs> Wright joining us as we're talking and previewing the Major League Baseball season. A lot of exciting stuff happening in the AL East. And I, can only, I feel for Baltimore Orioles fans. Not, not a lot going on. That can make it for a long season, even if you already know that you're not expecting a whole lot. Uh, Ken, give me your thoughts on this. How would you rank? I know we're going to get into the AL Central. We'll get into the AL West here in a little bit. But first off, in terms of strength of division in the American League, how would you rank them? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. I would say the top half of the American League East makes it the toughest division. I would say that the Central Division overall, uh, oof, that's close. I'll tell you what, I think the American League West may be a little better than the American League Central. Yet two teams that can win the American League pennant are in the American League Central with the Chicago White Sox and the Minnesota Twins. It's just the rest of that division is so bad that the White Sox – and the uh, Twins should each be able to accumulate a lot of wins this year and get both of them into the playoffs. Maybe only one gets in, but the White Sox would have been a prohibitive favorite. But we saw last week Eloy Jimenez, their great left fielder, young player, uh, future star, decided to try to catch a ball over the fence in a spring training game, and he ripped his pectoral muscle, and he's out for five months. And that's going to hurt their lineup. However, they do have a great lineup. They got Lewis Robert. They've got uh, Jose Abreu, who won the uh, MVP last year. Uh, they got a youngster named Andrew Vaughn, who's going to take over for Eloy Jimenez in left field. Pay attention to him. And of course, their pitching is good. Uh, Lewis Giolito, Dallas Keuchel, and uh, watch out for Dylan Cease, the kid I saw a pitch here in Jacksonville a couple of years ago. Uh, he struck out 11 today in five and a third innings. If the White Sox pitching is strong, I think they win the division. I was about to say, how close do you feel about the Twins to them? And do you have a a team that you feel like could at least give one of those two teams trouble? No, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I wish I could say yes. Yeah, I would say, well, of course, the Indians have always been good recently, but they lost Francisco Lindor. Um, their pitching is great. Shane Bieber's really good. We've seen really solid young pitching out of them. They seem to develop them really well, but their lineup is just awful. I mean, Lindor was the key to their lineup. He's gone. I don't know how they're going to generate runs. So I, I think Cleveland's in trouble with that. Now, the Twins, as we said, are a team that now seem to hit a lot of home runs. Uh, their pitching is pretty good. Um, I like Jose Berrios, their number two starter. Kenta Maeda, who was their number one starter, had a great year last year. So when you look at the, the Twins overall, they've been a playoff contender the last few years. But think about this. They've lost their last 18 playoff games in a row. Yes, 18. Great. You make the playoffs, but you got to win a playoff game. So I think the Twins are good enough to be competitive, obviously, in that division. But otherwise, I, I don't see anything else there. 
Right now, we are with Ken Wright as we're breaking down the American League and Major League Baseball as he joins us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Uh, Ken, let's talk about the AL West. Houston lost a lot. Uh, this, to me, I, I feel like Texas is a wild card. L.A., Otani's back, which is good for the Angels, along with Mike Trout. Uh, for me, the AL West feels wide open. What do you think about this division? I, I totally agree with you on that. This this will be a fun and competitive division throughout the year. Uh, I'll start with Oakland because they won the division last year, and they still have really good players. Now, uh, they did lose Marcus Semyon. I forgot to mention that with Toronto. Marcus Semyon went to Toronto as a free agent from Oakland. Uh, they In return, as a free agent, the uh, A's did pick up Elvis Andrews from the Texas Rangers. But the A's key is that they're they're Matt's, as I call them, Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, their first and third baseman, very good players. If they have solid years, they'll contend. Uh, Their outfield's pretty good. But the key to them is their young pitching. Jesus Lazardo is a pitcher, I think, this year that's going to really step up into the top flight status. They have Sean Manaya. They've got young Chris Bassett to pay attention to. So I think Oakland's pitching can carry them in the division once again. And as for the Astros, as you mentioned, they lost Springer. They don't have Verlander because of the arm issue that he had last year. Their infield, defense, infield altogether is great. Bregman, Correa. Altuve, Yuri Gurriel, that might be the best infield in baseball. They didn't play well in the regular season last year. They played great in the playoffs, though. So you know that Houston's always going to be dangerous. Ken, looking at uh, the way the situation is right now in the American League, we talked about a couple teams that I feel like they could be sellers once we get to the trade deadline. Now, I know you talked about Cleveland for a second. As you mentioned, the pitching that they have, uh, who's a team that you feel like could be sellers or it looks like, at least on paper, they have the tools to make uh, some changes within their organization and be sellers? Uh, the Texas Rangers are, are a bad baseball team, but they do have Joey Gallo. By the way, a little note about the Rangers. You know, Usually when you open up a new stadium, you're the first one that gets to play in it. But as we well know last year, the, the playoffs in the World Series were played in Texas's beautiful new stadium. So it's like you buying a house and then your neighbors live in it for a month. Okay? I mean, I was just like, can they at least open their own stadium? No. This is how bad it's gone for the Texas Rangers. Rogan Odor, who was a really good player for them three or four years ago, got cut yesterday, and the Rangers still have to pay him $24 million of salary that he's owed. So this, the Rangers are a team in total, total rebuild mode. So Joey Gallo could be the most interesting player come trading season, especially in the American League. I think he could go somewhere. Do you, gotta, do, you have, do you have another name that you feel like could be on that trading block? Doesn't matter which team, but do you have another name in the American League that feels like oh, that could be there? I'm just trying to think of, you know, I, I think the good teams are really good and mm-hmm. the bad teams aren't very good. I think there's, there's no, like, in-between team except the Angels. But they're not going to trade Rendon. They're not going to trade Otani. They're not going to trade Mike Trout. So Justin Upton's gotten older. Um, the Angels are a team that you know owes its players a lot of money and hasn't won in quite a while. So there's really not anybody there. And with the Mariners, they just got Paxton back, so they're not going to move him. Uh, they got Marco Gonzalez, a nice young pitcher. They're not going to move them. This is a team that's clearly in rebuilding mode. I'm excited about them, though. Kyle Lewis, their outfielder, won Rookie of the Year last year. And Jared Kalenic, who won't start with the Major League team, but hit fantastic in the spring training. Fans of the Mariners out there, pay attention to this kid. 
He's got a chance to be really, really good. And I advise you all to go watch a video. Just put in Jeremy, uh, Jared Kalenic hitting a Frisbee with a baseball wow. that he swung at from a pitch. Okay? <laughs> it is the most amazing thing I've seen in quite a long time. So just put that in. Watch the video. You won't believe what you see. Right now we are with Ken Wright as we've been breaking down Major League Baseball and the American League. Ken, let's get to opening day. What game are you circling on the American League schedule? Um, I was just trying to think right off the top of my head. The Yankees, who are the Yankees playing? I don't, I don't have the, actually don't have the schedules in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to remember. Um, I know the Rays are playing the Marlins. I'm trying to think of who the, I, I don't have the schedules in front of me, and I, I do apologize for huh, that. No worries. Anthony, so, uh, no, but, hey, uh, no worries, you know. Ken. No worries at all, my man. Uh, like yeah. I said, opening day is always fun. It kind of doesn't feel like you pick one game. You just kind of want to watch them all because uh, it's going to be a full day of baseball and night, actually, too. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> uh, Ken, let's get back to your trivia question here. Uh, once again, ask your trivia question, and then I will give you my guess, and then we will uh, find out whether or not I'm correct or not. Sounds good, Anthony. I appreciate it. All right, so uh, who has the most home runs in baseball since the start of the 2014 season, and the total is 260. Name that player. Mm, name that player. It's the first. Co- I'll, I'm going to put. I'm going to give you the first couple names that come to mind that I think of. I think of Manny Machado. I think of Christian Yelich. Um, I want to put Bryce Harper's name in there, but I don't think that's definitely correct. Um, let's see here. And I don't, I want, I'll go with my guess being Stanton. I'll go with Stanton as my final answer. All, all good guesses, of course. Here's what's funny about Manny Machado. Do you know this is his 10th year in baseball? He's 30 know. years old now. Isn't that incredible? I just remember him being this uh, bright-eyed kid with a, with a youngster face and playing for the Orioles back then. Manny Machado's been in baseball, and this is his 10th year. I thought he was that, older than that. <laughs> Yeah, see? Well, there you go. He's been in, he's been in 10 years. He's, he's 31 years old. So the answer is a former Mariner. Cano? Nope. No. Everybody, everybody forgets about good old Nelson Cruz. Ah, okay? yes. <laughs> yes, the, boom, the boomstick, okay? Mm-hmm. Now playing for the Twins, 260 homers. He's got over 400 in his career. Now, he's approaching 40 years old. The last six years of his career have been the best six years of his career. As I said, this is a player that's approaching 40 years old. So, uh, Nelson Cruz, you can burn a lot of friends with that answer to that question. <laughs> to keep that one in the back of the head for trivia night. Ken Wright joining us here on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Ken will join us once again tomorrow night. We'll preview the National League as we get ready for Major League Baseball opening day. That is all coming up tomorrow as well. Ken, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate the insight. Look forward to chatting with you once again, same time tomorrow night. Anthony, always appreciate it. We'll talk in 24 hours. Take care, my friend.